Hi, this is Dr. Tom Rogers coming to you with a weekly podcast of The Common Sense MD. I want to talk to you today about something interesting. I get a lot of questions about this supplement. I take it myself. I think it's very useful, very misunderstood, and I'm going to tell you why. It's called creatine. I'm sure everybody's heard of creatine because a lot of people that lift weights, work out, use creatine. Now, creatine is a supplement. Creatinine is a waste product. So it has a little bit to do with the other one, but not much, and I'll tell you why. But a lot of people confuse it thinking that if you take creatine, that it's going to raise your creatinine. Creatinine is a serum blood test that is a marker for kidney function. And can creatine raise your creatinine? Kind of, kind of barely, yes it can, but it's really of no consequences. I don't want to tell you why. So that's a lot of, a lot of people fear creatine because it may raise your creatinine, which is kind of true, but inconsequential really. Um, so I've got a lot of questions on that. Um, the Q&A the other night, somebody asked me that, so I decided it's time to do a podcast on creatine, which is something that I take every day. It's very safe. It works. It's inexpensive. Um, I want to talk to you about it. Now, creatine is a compound found naturally in fish and red meat. It's also produced in your own liver, and it's stored in muscle. It's composed of three amino acids, arginine, glycine, and methionine. You know, we talk a lot about methionine and that uh, methylation cycle with homocysteine, so it's important. Um, now, what does it do? It really pulls water into the muscle, which some people worry about, but they really shouldn't because 70% of your muscle is water anyway. So if you're trying to get stronger, you know, it's, it's really a good help for it. Um, again, you're not going to get stronger or build muscle unless you work out. But um, think, of, think of creatine as an osmolite, something that does draw water in. It's also anabolic. It's not an anabolic steroid, though. It does not affect testosterone levels, although it could slightly increase DHT levels, but it's never been shown to cause hair loss, so that's not a worry. Um, but think of, of it as a source of muscle energy. Um, it's really what I call a high-phosphate energy donor, and what that means is it increases your ATP. We talk a lot about ATP, but it donates phosphate to form ADP. So ADP increases muscle contractions, and interestingly, the form of creatine gets into the muscle faster than ATP does. So it's related into that cycle that you've read about if you took a lot of biochemistry. If not, you're going to have to trust my word for this. But um, anyway, so it's a really interesting supplement. Um, that you find in meat and you also produce some of it, but you really need, if you're working out a lot, it'll really be advantageous for you to take a supplement of this. I certainly do. So it increases the volume of water in the cell. That means your cell is more hydrated. Your cell will work better. It functions better. It also clears metabolic waste out in addition to creating this energy. Um, it increases your lean muscle mass. Um, so 
the benefits are really there. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about how you should take this because there's a lot of confusion there too. Um, they're really, you need to take five grams a day and you need to take it in a powder. You need to take the monohydrate form in tepid water. Five grams a day, every day, even when you're not working out, it doesn't matter when you take it. The timing's really not important as long as you remember to take it once a day. Um, if you weighed, say, if you're a really muscular 250 pounds, you may benefit by a little bit more creatine than like maybe eight grams instead of five. But for the average person, five grams a day is sufficient. Do you need to load it up? No, it would get in quicker, but you really don't need to load it. And the one side effect I see with this is GI upset, bloating and nausea if you load with it and overdo it. But I rarely see anything using a normal dose of five grams a day. It's just a little scoop of the monohydrates. You can order it off the internet, uh, many reputable companies. And um, I, I really like the, the effects of creatine. I think it really helps you. Uh, it's safe. Can it increase your creatinine, which is that blood measurement? It might just a little bit, but remember, that's a very inaccurate measurement for people that work out. You know, all the, I see a lot of people that are very fit and work out, lift weights, run, bike, do all this. And usually those people that are very muscular, their creatinine, the blood marker, is going to be higher than if they didn't. So when you build muscle, it pops that up just a little bit. And so could creatine. It may pop it up a little bit, but it's really not a good measure of your kidney function. Really, in those situations, neither is uh, the GFR, glomerular filtration rate. It's really not a good measurement either. So you've got to look at the person in front of you and say, hey, that's a healthy person. They're active. They're healthy. Their creatinine is 1.35, you know, which is, seems a little bit on the high normal side. But that's a healthy person, so just look at them. If you're worried and you want to follow it, in some cases you may want to follow it. You probably do. You should follow it anyway. So if you're worried about that, look at something called a cystatin C. That's a much better marker of kidney function than creatinine or even GFR. So I look at cystatin C sometimes um, because it's not influenced by muscle mass sex or race or anything else it's very accurate so think about that because when you work out it will increase your creatinine blood markers um, you know if you if you saturate if you load you'll saturate faster but like i said you do not need to load this stuff up um, so i don't recommend it um, do you need to cycle off of creatine not really. You could if you want to, um, but I really don't think you, you need to. I usually take it with food because it could cause a little nausea or bloating, but I never see that at the recommended dose of 5 grams. Um, but you should hydrate. That's, that's important anyway, but you should hydrate. Most people that work out a lot should drink a gallon of water a day. Um, the thing about 
And I think the powder is the best absorbed, like I said before. But there's a lot of other positive benefits by taking creatine. And it's very neuroprotective. You can listen to Dr. Huberman's lab. You can listen to Dr. Tia talk about it. They're very positive on creatine. Um, but there's been hundreds of studies with creatine. It's one of the more maligned, misunderstood supplements that there are. And it's one of the more inexpensive ones. It's definitely worth your money because it works for sure. Um, it does not increase your testosterone levels. You do not lose hair with it. Um, there's no calories in it. Um, it does not affect your fat metabolism. Um, and again, if you don't work out, you're not going to gain muscle anyway. So you need to work out. That's the most important thing. Um, but they found out certain neuroprotective properties. It probably helps anxiety and depression. Um, it's been shown to help PTSD, um, TBI. You know, with concussions, I would immediately tell somebody to, to get on creatine if they already weren't on creatine, if they had a concussion. Um, and it may be even more effective for women than men. Um, you know, women are more, they have more hormonal shifts and it's, it's beneficial. And they have naturally lower levels of uh, creatine in their brains, particularly the frontal lobes where you, it controls your mood, cognition, memory, and emotion. Um, contraindications to creatine. Tagamet, cimetidine, which is a, a medicine that we used, used to use a lot for stomach acid, which can also call, cause gynecomastia, so I hardly ever use it. Um, although some weird, unusual benefits from Tagamet, but you don't want to take that with uh, creatine. You're not going to be taking it anyway. Diuretics, you may think twice about taking diuretics because it can affect water balance. Um, if you have prolonged use of NSAIDs, Possibly, but you're going to be keeping an eye on your, you know, your kidney function anyway. Uh, Probenicid, which is a gout medicine that we don't use much, could potentially interact with it. Um, does it harm your kidneys? That's what everybody worries about. No. You know, it was thought at first to elevate it a little bit. It may, but it does not harm your kidneys. Um, what about diabetics? You know, I have two type 1 diabetic kids. Um, usually when we talk about diabetes, we're talking about type 2, and there's certainly been a lot of studies with type 2. It's really helpful for type 2 diabetes, something called the GLUT4 transport system. It really enhances insulin function, so it's really helpful for diabetics. Um, even type 1, you know, it's not been shown to adversely affect type 1, and you're going to keep an eye on these on your markers anyway. Um, you should always check, you know, when you're on, a, you're on a chronic medication, you know, once every six months, to at least a year, you should check a CBC and CMP to look at your renal function and your liver function, your blood count, et cetera. So it's just helpful to do that. So, um, and always, you know, follow up with your blood, blood markers and check with your doctor to make sure it's okay with them. But, you know, a lot of times they won't know much about supplements anyway. So I hope this really educated to be not scared of creatine and how different it is in the blood marker creatinine. So think about taking, if you work out, you're healthy, um, you lift weights, you really want to get stronger, um, you want to enhance your uh, brain, think about creatine. I think it's a really safe, inexpensive, helpful supplement. So I think this cleared a lot of things up. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to contact us. 
at performancemedicine.net. Thank you. Mm-hmm.